Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, brought to you by Aging Wisdom, where we share weekly bite-sized insights on aging well, caring well, and living well. Let's talk a little bit about how our healthcare providers can help us and, you know, really partner with us on addressing falls prevention, addressing, you know, the risks. Yeah. Well, I think that older adults, everybody actually, not just older adults, should really understand that your healthcare provider really has your best interest at heart. They are there to you know, help you maintain good health or help you overcome a condition or just manage a condition that you have. And being honest with them is really important because if they don't know something they can't help you with it. Oftentimes people have a relationship, a 20-year relationship with their primary care physician and they're very comfortable with that. But oftentimes when seen, as seniors age, maybe they'll switch physicians or their physician has retired. And so they have to start over and build a new relationship. But one should always remember that that primary care physician is there for you to help you. And they really need to be on top of everything. So I would highly recommend individuals to make sure that they trust their healthcare provider and share information with them. Nowadays, with Medicare, usually the physician will do an annual checkup with the client and they will assess your risk factors. They will have a questionnaire. They also might actually ask you physically to do something. So, you may have to ask them to do that, but more more than likely, that physician is going to do a safety check, evaluate your risks. Also, if you've had an illness or if you just haven't been feeling well, let your physician know. Maybe there's an underlying condition going on that you're unaware of. Maybe I'm not trying to diagnose anybody, but maybe you have anemia or maybe you're low in sodium. There could be a number of health-related uh, reasons for you to feel not well or feel weak that your doctor should be aware of so he can address that issue. Another thing to do is you might ask your physician, I feel like I haven't been getting out enough. Can you recommend a program for me? I want to exercise. I know that there's, you know, people are familiar and enjoy using their mobile phone. There's apps that you can use. Sometimes there's TV programs. Sometimes someone might be eligible for physical therapy, whether it's in-home physical therapy or physical therapy out of the home. But a therapist can help an individual set up an exercise program that's meant for that individual that can increase their strength, help their balance, and increase their endurance as well. Um, And as you age, those three things are are really important. Uh, The last thing too is there are vitamins such as calcium and vitamin D that improve bone and muscle and nerve health. And you might ask your doctor, you know, the doctor at your annual visit or even intermittent visits will review your medication list with you. But you can ask them, is is there anything I'm missing? Are there any vitamins or supplements like calcium and vitamin D or others that would benefit me? And what do you recommend? That way you get a clear picture of what I can do, what my doctor can do, maybe what some supplements might be able to do to help you remain strong and healthy. And can we talk a little bit about um, back to medications? And I know one common issue is what's known as polypharmacy, where 
some of us, as we get older, we have multiple doctors and maybe these doctors aren't in the same system or they don't talk to each other. And so you're on multiple medications and your primary physician may not know that you have been prescribed a certain, you know, blood thinner or, uh, you know, something for your blood pressure, for example. And so do you suggest that maybe people always have a list either handwritten, typed up or on their, you know, their smartphone, a list that they can share with their different providers to make sure that there's not that drug interaction that might also contribute to fall risk? Absolutely, Carrie. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Yes, you're right. Not all, I mean, especially in the Puget Sound area, they're working on making the different medical providers interactive and able to get onto my chart and see what other providers are prescribing, but that's not always true. They're not always connected. And sometimes it's up to the actual patient to connect those providers together. So I do highly recommend making sure that you have a clear and updated list of all your medications. Every time you go to the doctor, share that with your doctor. And also you can even ask your doctor or pharmacist to take a look at your medications and see if there's anything that can interfere between those medications or have adverse effects for you. Um, I know that the University of Washington has a program where you can take all your medications. The pharmacist will look at all the medications and tell you this is A-OK, or I'm not sure that you should be taking this because you're taking this and these are the side effects and it's not a good idea. But I do believe that your physician or your pharmacist can do that for you. Excellent. Thank you. Let's talk about some other things we can do. You mentioned this earlier, you know, just about how important exercise is, just movement one of the positives I've seen as a result of the pandemic is how much is available online now to us. So I know, for example, the North Shore Senior Center in Bothell does a daily yoga program, which is gentle yoga. And it's something that, you know, almost anybody can benefit from and engage in. So Would you talk a little bit about what you see as, you know, the direct benefit of just increasing physical activity, you know, with safety, of course, not pushing yourself, but just what are, you know, sort of those physical, emotional, mental benefits that contribute, again, to falls prevention where movement is concerned? Yeah, I, I think that we all can agree that regular physical activity can help improve balance strength, endurance. And, you know, as we age, we want to make sure that we continue to exercise. We know that poor balance contributes to falls. Uh, Weakness contributes to falls. So keeping our bodies in good shape, so to speak, is preventative. I mean, it helps us live a healthier life. There's so many different programs. I think it's important for an individual to talk to their physician about what an exercise program looks like for them because swimming is not for everybody. It's not accessible to everybody. Walking is something that most people can do. If If you're confined to the indoors, you can still walk in your own home. You could walk outdoors, but it's important to bring your physician in on the conversation about what he might recommend. And as you say, um, 
oh my gosh, we have so many terrific senior centers in Seattle in and around Seattle that offer programs for seniors in-person pre-COVID, probably post-COVID, they'll be go back to in-person, but there are many things online as well through the senior center and also just through if people are familiar or if they have family members that are familiar that they can set you up through the internet of finding yoga, tai chi, light weightlifting, chair exercises. I mean, there's so many ways that people can exercise that's fit for them. There are people that are in wheelchairs, but they can stay fit. Mm-hmm. There are activities for them that they could do while they're in their wheelchair. So again, I would reach your physician. I would reach to your senior center. Maybe if you have a family member that might help you do a little bit of research on what's online and then most importantly, pick something that you enjoy. Oh, yes. Because then you're more likely to do it, right? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You're more likely to do it. And the other thing too, Carrie, is doing it with a friend, having somebody else do it with you, whether it's a spouse or a granddaughter or your best friend who lives next door. Doing it in pairs increases the likelihood that someone's going to continue on an exercise program. That's really excellent. And I'm so glad you emphasized senior centers. Uh, We're really fortunate here in King and South Snohomish County to have such incredible senior centers that are always thinking of those sorts of things. Always have these wonderful exercise programs, walking programs, online programs. I also know that Seattle Parks and Recreation, for example, has a really terrific lifelong recreation program. So they've got walking programs. Sometimes they might do a garden visit. So it's a gentle stroll, but it's getting outside. It's stretching your legs. It's being in community. So again, we know that it's not just about exercise. It's all these different things. And you pointed that out too. It's wonderful to have an exercise partner because you are more likely to engage in it and you can kind of act as accountability to one another. And one thing that you just mentioned also that I think is important, it's a a side effect of exercising outdoors is just being out in the fresh air or in the sunshine or even in the rain, seeing the trees and the flowers and the birds and other people and and all the dog walkers really can uplift someone and really kind of enhance someone's frame of mind, making them, you know, what a great day this is. I mean, it's, it's, I do a lot of walking and I see the same people every day and I see the same dogs every day and, you know, (laughs) we wave and say hello and it's, it's really fun. So being outdoors also, I think is mentally uplifting for people. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another Wisdom Wednesday. In the meantime, visit our website at agingwisdom.com where you'll find more resources to help you navigate options for aging, caring, and living well.